Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast. It's your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week, we have what is very rare for us, a bit of a news special. <gasps> uh, and that's come really from um, the virtual D23 event that Disney ran last week. So we thought we'd um, do what Theme Park Trader does best and look at what Disney's announced and tear it apart. Yeah. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So, lots of things were kind of announced last week. I think people were yeah. expecting more from the event. I mean, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't, it's like, what were they expecting? Like a new ride or something, or like something along yeah. those lines? Nothing. Nothing is coming. That is no. new to those parks that's not already been announced. No, I mean we. we I mean to be fair, like we've already got like several rides in the works in yeah. the works and we've already had several sort of plans scrapped as a result of covid so i don't think we'll be seeing any new rides for a fair time no and i think that, that applies to everywhere i, I was gonna yeah before we get into the disney news i i came across a handout that had been sent to travel agents on the jurassic world Velocicoaster. okay at universal orlando i think Gives a bit more details. I, I mean, I didn't know, but maybe they were already out there. Um, so I've just, um, I know we did some prep, but I just remembered this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read out what, what it says. Um, so it's Florida's fastest launch coaster. Okay. Um, you'll come face to face, enter the Velociraptor paddock and get real close to these natural born hunters. Uh, two, two coaster experiences in one. It starts as a twisting, turning, high-speed ride through the rocky Velociraptor paddock, then roars um, out over the lagoon where riders pull some serious G-forces. It goes 155 feet up and 80 degrees down. For some reason, I thought you were going to say 155 miles an hour. Christ. <laughs> so apparently that's the steepest coaster drop at Universal Orlando. Steepest coaster drop. Okay. I guess, I guess the only one to compare it to... Probably would be, rocket. yeah, rear rocket. Yeah, and it's also got four inversions, including an inverted stall, up, uh, upside down, weightless screaming is the description they're using there, and then okay. two two final figures to end on. So there's two intense launches. It goes naught to fifty miles an hour in three seconds, and forty to seventy miles an hour in two point four seconds. So at two different points in the ride, you'll go okay. from 0 to 50 and then 40 to 70. Right, okay. I'm guessing the 0 to 50 would be the start. Yeah. And then maybe, the, what they were saying about like the twists and turns at the beginning, weren't they? They're sort of saying two different styles of coaster almost. Yeah, I'm or wondering if there's a, there's a part where maybe you you, you end up running yeah from raptors and that's where the 40 to 70 kicks in or something yeah like maybe maybe if you're if you're going around sort of a twisty turn of it to start with and then suddenly you go outside almost and it just boosts you up to 70 from the 40 yeah Perhaps. i definitely feel like some some point i i feel like at some point this coast is going to go inside and we'll see some animatronics yeah I Maybe. mean, we, yeah, I mean, we've seen it with um, a few of the rides that they've made recently, haven't yeah. we, with animatronics like Kong and Hagrid's and things like that. Um, so so I, yeah, feel, I feel like at maybe at some point you go inside and then 
you kind of escape out into the lagoon, perhaps, because at yeah. that point, there's no storytelling that they can really do. No, not, yeah, once you're outside, that's it really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, but it sounds like, it sounds quite exciting, doesn't it? It sounds good. awesome. I saw a, um, a clip of it, of it running, um, this was probably a couple of weeks ago, when they were doing testing of it, and it, it, it along, along the lagoon, it goes upside down, and it stays upside down for, I don't know, a couple of seconds, and then flips you back, basically. Yeah, so that's the stalled inversion. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. which I don't think... I can't recall going on a coaster that does that. No, I don't think I've been on one that does that. I'm sure know, there's others probably in the world, but... But I, I don't... Rec- I mean, I might have done, but I don't remember if I have. Yeah, the only ones that are, you know, obviously going upside down is either a loop or a, or a corkscrew or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I think it sounds incredible. I can't wait to ride it. Hope, hopefully next year. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> the, the the vaccines are looking positive. Yeah, things are certainly starting to look positive around them, isn't it? Aren't they? So we've got what, at least three, I think, now that are almost ready to be approved and rolled out. Does that include the Russian one, Ryan? Uh, <laughs> is, that, is that just like swigging vodka? I think so. To be fair, it probably does kill coronavirus. Well, I mean, if you kills it, if you do enough, yeah, if you do enough of it. It's either going to kill the virus or it's going to kill you, so it's fine. Yeah. But the thing is, if, if Listerine kills it in your mouth, then there's got to be no doubt that half a bottle of vodka is going to do the job. <laughs> it, like, I, don't know what, I don't know what the part of Listerine kills it. Is it the alcohol? I'm assuming there's alcohol in Listerine. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I think. Right. Because, like, you know, the, what was it, anti-back hand gels, they have alcohol in them. Yeah. And they kill it. Yeah. So, so maybe it is. That. Yeah. Maybe it is the alcohol. Booze is the answer. That's why there's been hardly any cases in pubs. There you go. People are just getting pickled and <laughs> killing the virus. <laughs> okay, let's move on to some Disney news. So I think the first, the first big thing that they announced last week was that park hopping is going to be returning starting in 2021. And those of you might be thinking, oh, when in 2021? January the 1st. <laughs> Yeah, the first day. Which, I don't know if it, if it feels right, like the right time to do this. I've, I feel like Florida's not particularly heading in the right direction COVID-wise. Right, okay. I mean, they're still, I still, they're still yet to track a, um, a case back to the theme parks. Now, yeah. I think we'd all be living in a fantasy world or fantasy land if we thought that Disney and Universal hadn't actually spread the virus in some capacity. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure somebody's, like, there's no, like, surely somebody has caught it from somebody else, even, you know, even if that, even if that person that has it, had it asymptomatically. Yeah. I'm sure, if you, like, surely it must have been spread to somebody. No, no, on that, I do think that, the parks are handling it very well. I'm mm-hmm. not going to deny them that, but I think it, it's interesting to unlock park hopping. I mean, it's good. It's good news. I think overall that the that Disney world at least is healing. Yeah. Disney, Disneyland, obviously it's still not open apart from um, like the shopping area of Disney's California adventure last week. <laughs> right. Okay. That's did you, fine. Did you see the cues for that? Oh my God. I don't think I did see the clues for that actually. It was insane. It was absolutely insane. Um, they yeah, they just opened basically. I, I don't know what it's. I think it's something. Boina Street, something like that. Say that again. I'm just, I'm just trying to find it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Buena Vista um, Street. Buena Vista Street. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's a theme. Yeah, theme land at Disney's California Adventure. Sorry for those that have been to California. We haven't been yet. Um, so they basically opened that area of the park for shopping only. So sorry, shopping and dining only. Um, so there's oh, no okay. part of the park that was open. Yeah. Oh, so it's downtown Disney District extension um, onto uh, Buena Vista Street opens, but there's no rides open in the park yet. Right. Okay. So this is this is basically them trying to bring in some kind of money yeah um presumably i would like i don't did the rules change or did they just realize that actually 
well, we could just open the park up for shops and restaurants. Well, you'd assume if that was the case, they'd, they'd be, able, be able to open Main Street in um, Disneyland. Yeah, that's true. Or in fact, the whole park. If people would be like, just open the park and be like, you can't go on rides, but you can go to a restaurant or It's, it's like a big shopping mall. Which, to be fair, I'm, I'm pretty sure the annual pass holders would, would, would turn up in their droves. Oh, I'm sure a lot of people probably would. I mean, if for, I lived in California, I would. Yeah, for, sh- for shopping and restaurants, if they got the restaurants open and things like that, I'm sure, I'm sure plenty of people would turn up. Um, as you say, like people who just, you know, paid, have to pay to go in. I mean, to be fair, they could almost just make it free entry for, yeah. for the time being. Yeah. And just like all you can do is shop and eat. Well, yeah. if you do either of those things, you're going to be getting money in. So, you know, you may as well just open for free. Well, I don't think that um, Disney's particularly happy with the governor of California currently because no. he, you see, he was pictured at a, um, in, a, in a restaurant or something with about 20 people yeah. with masks off. <laughs> given given how strict he's been, yeah, doesn't it's, it's not a good look. No, that's not that's not a good impression to give, is it? So I think he's in a spot of bother, and, and rightfully so. I, I do think he's being a little bit harsh on Disney, and not just Disney and theme parks in general. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny to sort of be sort of strict in one respect, but then yeah, go out to a restaurant with twenty or so people. Yeah, well, at the classic, same time, that's a politician, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, park hopping is back from January the first, um, twenty twenty one. So, but it does come with some caveats. Park pass reservations are still required, so you still have to. I mean, thank God because the amount of stress that, that I ha- went through. I want to get them. <laughs> to get our ones next year. Yeah. I mean, jeez. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they were gone by that point. Oh, if, I think if... they will be. But yeah, so I think they probably will be. Yeah, I mean, I guess I keep keeping the park pass system at the moment like makes sense. Like it controls at the start of the day, it controls how many people they are going to have at the park. I, I, think it, I think it makes sense to keep it probably until the pandemic is completely gone. Yeah, even, even if capacity is opened up to say eighty, ninety, even a hundred percent, at least yeah. they can understand. And I think probably all will, all that will happen is they'll change the park hopping stuff. Yeah, we'll bring it earlier. Yeah, so right now you you have to book your first park during uh, through the park pass reservation system because that hasn't changed. You don't have to book your second park, but you're not allowed to park up until post two p.m. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like it. Um, I was saying to you before, it makes sense that they want to bring the the park hopper back um, because people that go to a particular park if they spend half a day there, say just over half a day yeah, and then they, you know, they're done. Um, they, they can't go to another park. So what are they going to do? They're just going to leave Disney property. Chances are they're going to leave Disney property and not spend more money with Disney. Yeah. So yeah, makes sense to allow them. Um, obviously if they're at reduced capacity, you know, there's certainly a chance that you could go to presumably you could go to the other park and then, not be allowed in because they're at capacity. Well, I would assume somewhere like Hollywood is in real danger of, of that happening. Yeah. I don't, I can't see it happening at the other parks. Epcot possibly when the new rides open. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. I think Hollywood's probably the biggest contender at the minute. Yeah. Obviously it's got the most new stuff, isn't it? So obviously if you didn't get your, if you weren't able to get a Hollywood studios pass for that particular day, mm. then you can turn up at 2 PM and try and get in. And obviously it could reach capacity if you've got people coming from other parks to get into Hollywood. Yeah. Although they, they have said that if you're visiting Disney's Hollywood studios after visiting the first park, you will not be able to join the virtual queue for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Oh, okay. Does that mean that you can't ride it at all? Yeah. Nice. The whole virtual queue for that is, meant, is stupid. Oh, I'd, it's, a whole, it's ridiculous. I'd rather get in the queue it? for four hours and know that I'm riding it. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And... <laughs> The fact that if you come to the park after two PM, you can't join the queue. Well, well I think what's that about? Isn't there one? So there's one drop at seven AM to join the virtual queue to get right. one group, and I think yeah. the next one is at two. Okay. You did used to have to be inside the park, but they changed it recently so you could join the queue from where, basically, in the area of Walt Disney World. Yeah. So in theory, you could 
you could reasonably go, okay, I want to go to Hollywood Studios. Let me see if I can get a, reserve, um, a boarding pass this afternoon. But mm -hmm. apparently Disney is stopping that. I assume because a lot of guests that have Hollywood Studios reservations still aren't able to ride Rise of the Resistance. Right, okay. Which it's is ridiculous. Complete like mess. <laughs> the, the whole system is, is a mess. The ride breaks down constantly. Yeah. At least several times a week. I mean, I guess the thing is, if, if it's breaking down quite a lot, then at least with the virtual queue, you're not stuck in the queue waiting for the ride to come back on, come back up. Yeah. Um, I guess that's the only, the only benefit of the, of the virtual queue really. Cause otherwise, yeah, you would, if it was reliably working, you would happily just sit in the queue and know you're going to ride it. Yeah. Instead of being like, Oh, am I going to get a reservation or that sort of stuff? And if I come to the park after two, I can't ride the ride. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, the whole, it's a whole sort of shambles around that ride, isn't it? Yeah, hopefully yeah. once it's more stable then um you know hopefully at some point they'll get rid of the virtual line can yeah. you imagine having to faff with that every time you go to the every time you go to the park it'd be a nightmare i mean it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be there for a while i think but it is it yeah. is a nightmare it's not working at all because what happens is i think right now it's probably working because most people going to disney world have been on it before yeah your family if you're a family or even you know the likes of you and i um less relevant for you and i because we do tend to go every year but if you've saved up and it's the only trip that you've got to walt disney world for say maybe life or for the next five six years mm -hmm. and you don't manage to get on that attraction you've had a, a real bad experience yeah oh definitely that's the definitely. biggest attraction potentially in the world at the minute yeah and they are it's really screwing it up. Yeah, with... well, let's chuck it for you. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, it's exciting. I think it makes me happy for our September slash October trip. Yeah, we we have that option now. I think it's really positive because I think on the days where we're say at Animal Kingdom, because mm -hmm. um, I don't think we we did yeah we 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 did get every park booked in I think twice didn't we? But yeah, I think so you know, the days where we're at Animal Kingdom, we may well be finished at lunchtime and we could we could therefore foreseeably go, okay, well, let's just pop to Hollywood or Epcot. Yeah. Or yeah. Epcot. Or Epcot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think to be fair, like, it's probably only really Animal that's potentially a half-day park. I mean, because Hollywood's, Hollywood's got a fair amount of new stuff now, hasn't it? I think the problem got with Hollywood, Star Wars Land, but. Yeah, I think the problem with Hollywood is it's, it is probably a half-day park, but the, the, the length of time you have to wait for its rides now yeah. make it a full-day park. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess, like, within reason, like, it's got a lot of big rides there. Like, a yeah. lot of big-ticket rides. It does feel like it's still leaves another land, doesn't it? Like, in terms of size, yes. Um, in terms of, like, quality rides, it doesn't necessarily need it. No, but but in terms of like the 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 the, the ground space sort of thing, it's it's definitely the, one of the smaller ones, isn't it? it Feel it feels like one of the smaller ones, whether it actually is. I'm sure it is. But. I think it is the smallest park. Yeah, I mean, I can't see Epcot, Magic Kingdom, and Animals the biggest, isn't it? In terms of, in terms of yeah, most of that's on Kilimanjaro and and, and space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it goes Animal. Epcot, Magic, Hollywood. In terms of... Oh, oh, sorry, you're going... Okay, you're going biggest to smallest. Biggest to smallest, yeah. yeah. Animal, Animal <laughs> Epcot, Magic, Hollywood. Magic, Hollywood, yeah. No, but that would make sense. Pretty sure that's what it is. Um, so, obviously, the park copper option will cost extra. I don't think that impacts UK guests because we get the... Yeah, I think it's bundled in, basically, isn't it? I don't think they changed that for next year. I think that's still bundled in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll probably be double-checking that, but I don't honestly don't think they've changed the ticketing system over here. So, Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so, yeah, you, you, in theory, could visit all four parks in a day on January 1st. Oh, yeah, that's one thing I was going to say. Was I, I'm, They're not limiting the number of times you can hop then after 2 p.m.? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like they've said it. No, I from what so. I've seen. So, the only restrictions they've said is basically you can't go and rise the resistance. 
And, and then they're bringing back the Disney buses that are going to be going from park to park as well, which is good. Right, okay. That also makes sense. So, moving on to the um, almost almost champion of the Magic Kingdom restaurants. Uh, it got pretty far, didn't it? It got second, didn't it? Did it? I can't quite remember. So it's, been too, some, it's been too long, Ryan. Someone commented saying weeks. they 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 couldn't believe how highly regarded um, the, um, the Cosmic Rays was. Really? Okay. UK guests. What? Well, well, hang on. Say that bit again. As about UK guests. He, they, he, he couldn't believe how I think it was. Uh, I think his name's John. Um, he couldn't believe how highly regarded um, the restaurant was with UK guests. Oh, okay, okay. It offers a slice of everything, John. We never it said it was the best restaurant on property, um, but it does offer a bit of everything. Um, I mean, we did say it was the best restaurant on, on okay, Magic Kingdom well, Magic property. Kingdom, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I still firmly believe that the, um, the award should go to the restaurant that has completely just gone from my memory. Um, I'm, I'm frantically Googling it now. What, uh, what in Magic Kingdom are you talking in Magic about? Kingdom. Columbia Harbour House. Oh, okay. So that would be my personal choice. But um, given that this this podcast is not being run like Trump's administration, um, <laughs> we, we decided to talk about it. And obviously, Columbia Harbour House. Yeah. Left, left we decided to count all the votes. We, yeah, we counted all the votes and recounted the votes. Yeah, and it did go to the Supreme Court. Um, but yeah, it was quick. It was swiftly resolved, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, good news for you, Dan. Is uh, Crystal Palace is reopening at Magic Kingdom? Um, nice modifications. And I think the modifications is probably one of the only. I think now that you've removed characters and this, this new modification, this restaurant's just gone up in my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about. I I I, I'm, I don't mind about the char- removing the characters. I'm not sure about the second change. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I like a so the second change is basically you the, the buffet comes to you. <laughs> no more getting up. Well, it's like it's kind of like the Chinese restaurant that we have in in town where, where we live. Yeah, I suppose you order off a menu. That's fantastic. I mean, I guess that yeah, I suppose that's the thing. If you if you can ask for what you want. Oh yeah, but, but then I think fair enough. Like because you're going to a menu. Yeah, because I was comparing it to oh, I've forgotten the name of it again. It's Garden Gun Grill. Yeah. yeah, where but again, like with that one, they just bring stuff to you that you don't necessarily order, right? Is that... oh, I think you order. Oh, okay. I, I've not actually been to Gun Grill in all my years going to Epcot. You know, in my years, in all my years was an Epcot fan. <laughs> I think I um Stan. I think I will be um going there obviously with Piper, probably wanting to meet Mickey in his farmer's outfit. Of course, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you say Piper, you mean you. No, not really. <laughs> I'm just going to be hanging over the side, waiting for it to go past living with the land. But yeah, I, I do want to go to Garden Grill, but it, it never takes priority over the cellar. You know, you, you can't be like, oh, we're in Epcot today. Uh, should, we, should we go to Garden Grill? No. I mean, how, how kid-friendly is La Celia? Well, it will be when we go. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, are you going to have to, like, forfeit your La Celia for a few years? No. I've seen kids in there. <laughs> you, you'll, just, you'll just be like, okay, Donna, Donna Piper, you go and do something. I'm going to have a steak. <laughs> it, there, no, there's definitely, I have seen kids in there. Now, it doesn't particularly feel like a family restaurant. Like, most people in there are, like, couples, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Unlike, uh, and, and, uh, except when we went in there when we were a couple of weirdos. Yeah. What do you mean? We're, we're still a couple, we're just not <laughs> romantically. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah but yeah, I know, I know what you mean. It doesn't have a family vibe, does it? No, and, and, and it has, I have noticed when there are families in there, it's a bit, it takes the atmosphere a bit. Um, right. And I'm not saying families don't go because I think absolutely you should, and I will be, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be one of those families. Where Piper's lobbing steak across Ruining the room. Ruining the atmosphere, Ryan. Piper's going to be lobbing steak at someone's face from across the room. Throwing risotto everywhere. Wait, Piper, you see that man over there? He's wearing a MAGA hat. Lob <laughs> some steak at him. And don't lob the steak at him, Ryan. That's good steak. Lob a knife at him. <laughs> a steak knife. Make sure it's sharp. And you're just like, oh, kids. What are you going to do? 
What will they do? Oh, uncontrollable. Oh, oh, he's. She's got your hat. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh she's burnt it. Oh, oh dear. Kids these days. I don't know where she learnt to take red hats, put them under candlelight, and then stamp on them. I really don't. <laughs> they just pick things, these things up, don't they, from telly, probably. It's yeah. It's all those Biden debates she was watching last week. Very political. Very political. So uh, yeah, on December the thirteenth, the Crystal Palace will reopen its doors, and while our friends from the Hundred Acre Wood will be taking a break from greeting guests. What they've, they've taken like eight months, haven't yeah. they? Having a nice days. sabbatical. <laughs> Restaurant. Well, it feels like they could probably. When, when they say taking a break, they probably mean they've made they've them advised. redundant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it does feel like they could probably like walk around. They don't have to like go up to tables, do they? Yeah. Like I mean, I get, like, and the thing is, I suppose they're in big suits, so it's not yeah. like they're going to be like breathing on people and things like that. And to be fair, they could be wearing a mask inside the suit and nobody would know. Well, you um, would, because they'd, they'd be passed out on the floor. <laughs> I mean, it already must be unbearable. It's, well, it's, well it's, it's because of all the, uh, it, you know, it reduces your blood oxygen, right? That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, I think if you're a character in Crystal Palace, you've got one of the best character gigs going around, haven't you? Like the aircon. Yeah, it's, it's, it must be pretty sweet. Must be. <laughs> yeah, compared to like, Pluto in Main Street, or yeah, um, you've got like the likes of Flick in Animal Kingdom, just in the middle of the like Animal Kingdom blazing sun. Yeah, yeah, Animal Kingdom's hot enough at the best of times. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the thing is, I, I guess like if they don't have the characters walking around, it doesn't encourage kids to just run up and yeah, sort of grab them and things like that. Um, so I can understand them removing it. I, I like, are they going to adjust the prices? Like. Yeah, they're, they're going to go up, Dan. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure they probably will. Because <laughs> it's kind of like, well, there's no there's no characters. So, and you definitely pay a premium for the characters. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but whenever I go to the Crystal Palace, I will go up to the buffet and, and actually just pick up a tray. <laughs> just the entire tray. Our Homer Simpson it. Which is now, <laughs> which is now on brand. It's true. Very true. Um, you just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting the full experience. Yeah, um, before it was frowned upon, but now it's on brand. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I wonder whether their argument will be that because you're not meeting characters, you're consuming more food. Yeah, maybe, probably. <laughs> so there's going to be uh, new individually plated uh, entrees, including crispy fried chicken with honey pot drizzle. Fire. That's what. That's why Poo, Poo's on strike because he's not getting all the honey. Ah, oh, that's what it is. Fire, fire roasted prime rib of beef, fried cauliflower and more Hold on. So they, they, they said individually plated i don't know when i first read that when they said like family style i thought uh, it sounded like it was like they bring a platter to your table for the entire table but now i'm not sure i don't know it's, it's hard to tell yeah i don't know why they didn't use this like make it clear because when they say individually plated entrees to me that's per person yeah, it does sound like it. But... but then they also said something about family style, didn't they? Unless yeah. that was just the article that said family style. It'd be interesting to see when it reopens what people... I know, oh, it's, the, it's the quote that says family style, dining experience. Oh, yeah. And then they say individually plated. Which one is it, Disney? Yeah. Remember, you could just keep ordering like a plates and plates of fried chicken. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you can just keep ordering and ordering and ordering, you know. I'm, Drizzle down, that honey. I'm down for that. Drizzle that honey. <laughs> um, also, I mean, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Tomorrowland Terrace is opening at Magic Kingdom. Oh, my God. On December the 17th. Uh, it's going to feature a quick service menu of seafood favourites, including lobster rolls, grilled salmon, and New England clam. Chill dear. Chill dear. Chill dear. Sounds like your place to be, Ryan. I'm, I'm there all day. <laughs> yeah. Someone fly me out for December the 17th. Yeah, you've got a good view of Magic Kingdom from the from the uh, balcony there. Yeah, and you, you sat there with your child. Yeah, um, <laughs> you're sorted. I, I yeah, I mean that that sounds incredible. Like I can get my lobster roll. Fantastic. Yeah, sorted all day. All day. So uh, moving on to Epcot, and 
They've released more details on the Guardians coaster as they've started to test it. Now, I don't know about you, but we saw I saw a couple of pictures from the Guardians coaster. Okay. It looks a bit like Crash's coaster on the inside. Yeah, well, because I mean, they they talk about the fact that the cars can spin, spin towards the action, but it yeah. doesn't feel like there's any action in there other than a track. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it depends what sort of how they're going to try and tell a story at the same time. Are they going to keep stopping and start? Is it going to be like um, Forbidden Journey, where they keep stopping and starting the track, well, the coaster, you see the, the picture where it basically shows you the whole inside building. No. You see the whole of the inside building and it basically looks... There's no animatronics or anything that I could see. Oh, okay. It just looks like Crush's coaster. <laughs> so it's just like black track. It looks kind of like something Rock and Roller Coaster. It's just black track. There's yeah. nothing... I mean, it, there's nothing to suggest why the, the carts would need to move. Now, oh, okay. assuming they're going to be like projections or something like that. Yeah. Hopefully not like um, Hyperspace Mountain. Or Crash's Coaster, in all fairness. It's <laughs> themed fantastically well until you leave the first launch. Yeah, and it's just lights. <laughs> it's just some lights and some cheap bubble projections. Yeah, yeah. So, so hopefully... Yeah, I mean, hopefully. Um, I mean, obviously, like, presumably there's going to be some kind of, like, pre-show, like, bit. Um, sort of, like, inside, before you get into, the, like, the main warehouse. We'll call it a warehouse bit. Um, yeah, maybe maybe the maybe the bulk of the maybe the, they just show like the inside of some of the coaster. Maybe there has got some bits either side of it that, mm. that the uh, coaster needs to turn around and face. Yeah, I mean perhaps it's it, perhaps it's like um, obviously uh, the Velocicoaster, which we were talking about. Yeah, you've got like an inside bit by the sounds of it, and then you've got a lot outside. Maybe it will be a similar sort of thing, except except the outside bit is still inside, but in a big warehouse. Yeah. So you do a little bit of story and then you go out into the big bit and then maybe come back for a little bit more story, perhaps. I hope so, because it didn't, it didn't look that impressive when I saw the, the picture. Right. I'm sure it will be, because, you know, this is a big, big ride that they've been working on for years. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm sure it will be. But yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I love Guardians, mm-hmm. even though I, I was slightly disappointed with the, the, the shot of the building. Um, I do like Guardians. I like Coasters. It's at Epcot. There's probably going to be a whole host of new Guardians merchandise coming to Epcot, which excites me tenfold. <laughs> it's going to be a combination of the two, Epcot and Guardians, in one merch. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> Everyone will be walking around, instead of like Wizarding World Harry Potter robes, it will be Star-Lord's like, red leather jacket. Everyone. Oh, yeah, like the long, like, sort of like trench coat thing. Everyone will just be sweating. <laughs> Brown trousers and like long leather red jackets. There'll be an increase in people flashing. Not in, <laughs> not in the parks, but outside the parks using, <laughs> using the long trench coat. But you could go maybe Dave, Dave Batista style and just like, you could, you can, you're, you're allowed to have your shirt off at Epcot, but you have to be like painted... And have like red tattoos on you. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be painted like this weird, like grey colour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and burned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're tattoos, but they look like he's been burned. It's dedication. So yeah, and no, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and then the other Epcot news was um, Ratatouille has definitely been confirmed to open in 2021. I don't think anyone really had any doubts about that, given that it was meant to be open in the summer of this year. Yeah, I mean, it was almost it was almost open, wasn't it? Pretty much before everything sort of shut, started shutting down. Yeah. So I think they, they basically they, they were saying how the uh, how Remy's Ratatouille adventure was going to be different from the one in Paris. Um, it's not really, other than the <laughs> exterior, um, which they'd have to make different because it needs to fit into France in yeah. Epcot. Makes sense. Um. I mean, I dislike the, the sort of some of the inconsistent letters on that sign. Yeah. Like the M and the T that are like bigger than the other letters. That's a bit annoying. I love I'm not like, going to hold it against the ride. They were like, we use real gold in the sign. It's like, well, so you should, the amount we bloody charge people to get in. <laughs> the whole ride should be gold. <laughs> like the track's gold. Well, it doesn't have a track, to be fair. They've so already saved money. There you go. 
they didn't have to put a track in. There's a there's a, a really really bad TikTok on Disney Parks official TikTok channel where one of the Imagineers is inside the attraction doing a ratatouille rap. Oh god! Oh, I highly god. encourage everyone go and check it out just because it is awful. <laughs> I can just imagine. I mean, some of their sort of like promotional videos are awful, yeah. awful, just so cringeworthy. But this, I can imagine, just being so much on a, on a completely another level. Yeah, he's in a mask as well, uh, which fair, fair play to him. Like they're all in masks, but yeah, it doesn't make it easy to understand. Because they're trying to hide their identity. That's what it is. Yeah, they're like, you've got to do a rap, or, or you're fired. <laughs> oh, I need to wear a mask for safety. That's it, for safety. <laughs> um, and then, so some more Epcot news came out of last week. Basically, they had an Epcot panel that was um, Epcot: the magic of possibility. I mean, the possibility happened. of whether the new rides are going to open or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and they were basically saying that new enhanced lighting is coming to Spaceship Earth, um, probably to replace the refurbishment of the actual attraction. Yeah, distract people. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that <laughs> leaking up there? No, look, it's the lighting. Lighting, brand new lighting. Nothing, nothing leaking here. So, Don't ignore that bucket. So that the, the the guy Imagineer Zach Ridley said uh, the team's beginning to work on an enhanced lighting package coming to the exterior of Spaceship Earth that will activate this area of the park like never before. This lighting design will allow us to create custom programming that connects the icon of Epcot to its surroundings and perfectly encapsulates uh, the park's transformation. Again, taking the symbol of optimism and hope and collaboration across culture and time and really creating unique evening moments that again will make Epcot such a defining feature at night. So basically what we did on the uh, Tree of Life and the, uh, the castle they got on the old Magic Kingdom, just the same tech, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we think this will distract you from the fact that we're not making a new ride. Yeah, you know, the, you know, the ride itself will actually uh, probably be, be down at, at the time because, you know, it goes down all the time. Um, but when that happens, we'll put this, this amazing show on the ball. Uh, yeah, we, we power up the lights. And, you know, that, they're, they're really there for the guys inside working. But we thought, let's make it look something special for the guests. Yeah, because there's so many holes in, in the ball, um, it, it lights up the inside as well as the outside. So we thought, two birds and one stone, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know why the, the Imagineers at Epcot sound... A little bit like Michael Caine, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, when it comes to lighting, there's no better you know person than a Brit. You know, <laughs> you're only supposed to put the bloody lights in. <laughs> and then finally, um, it seems that the harmonious um, floats that they're installing for the new harmonious nighttime spectacular are yeah. permanent and therefore unlike permanent floaters yeah unlike no one who wants a permanent floater <laughs> unlike illuminations where they they kind of ship drove them in every day yeah uh, they're going to be remaining on the water all day every day and as a result of that they've basically gone yeah basically what we've done here is uh <laughs> um we've made the uh the the things that float, they're, they're kind of, they can't come in and out. So uh, as to not annoy the guests, what we've done is put a daytime show on the lagoon. <laughs> Which is basically the same as Harmonious, but without the lights. Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining it's no fireworks and um, no lights. Basically got, just water. Got water and some great music. Banging tunes. I, I imagine that's how they, they, they speak. And then the Disney press officer actually types this out. These show elements will become a defining feature of Epcot. Their scale gives us a chance to bring a beautiful new ambient daytime look to the World Showcase Lagoon with water fountains that perfectly situate these elements within World Showcase. And of course, the real magic will happen at night when they come alive. So basically, it's going to be a water fountain. Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. Just basically pumping water through the lake and they're out the fountain and Yeah, and that's all it's gonna be during the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean it makes you wonder, is it gonna be like a thing that's running all the time or is it gonna be a thing that sort of starts and stops? Well, I hope it doesn't interrupt the uh, like ambience and 
atmosphere of world showcase because mm-hmm. i feel like when you're walking through each country you do get that sense of like different culture and the music is obviously different the atmosphere is yeah. very different yeah. and what you don't want to hear is some show in the center of uh, the center of the lagoon making pumping out a soundtrack every 20 minutes yeah i wonder what i mean like i guess they could only play the music sort of around the area of um where you kind of come into watch showcase yeah 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 like uh, maybe it won't have possibly to play that. yeah yeah i suppose it could just be a probably is just a water fountain yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean I don't, I don't know what sort of view it's sort of how much it's going to impair the view across the um world showcase lagoon or whatever it's called um because obviously if you've got these like you know relatively large floats mm. Like how much is it going to how much is it going to detract from that view across? Yeah, so it'd be a real shame if it did because one of my favourite views is the the view from uh, of Spaceship Earth that you can see from the other side of World Showcase. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully, the if you've got this like big old sort of black float, yeah, that's right in the middle, because <laughs> like from some of the um, concept art that they've shown, it does kind of it looks like it will block some of the view, maybe. Because they look relatively large. They do, don't they? Mm. It's going to be interesting to see. I still don't agree. I mean, I, I'm, I will kind of wait on my final opinion until I see Harmonious, but yeah, it just sounds like Happy Ever After on water. <laughs> and that's that for me is not what I've got about. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see whether they have characters in it and how many characters and things like that. They're definitely obviously- going to have characters in it. Yeah, I'm sure they probably will. To be fair, like concept art had Peter Pan in it. Oh, did it? I've got because yeah. I forget which one. I know that didn't they have Peter Pan at the end of? Uh, I forget the name of the show, the temporary show. No, that was um, Aladdin. Oh, Aladdin. Okay, I've got forever. Yeah, I, I I recall them having some character at the end. Yeah, um, and that was awful. Like the, the show itself was quite good, and then it ended so badly. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be more. Obviously, well, obviously, we've got Guardians coming. We've already got Frozen, um, Ratatouille's coming, um, and obviously there was Moana that was sort of announced. But I mean, that's gone quite quiet. Very quiet. (laughs) I mean, it sounded terrible anyway. I mean, it didn't sound like (laughs) it didn't sound like you were getting much. Um, So I mean, it's certainly not going to be a loss if that disappears silently off the list no no exactly um but yeah we'll see so a couple more things to, to chat about um warden wilson has gone he's he's taken his last uh plane ride into kilimanjaro um at dizzy's animal kingdom and people were outraged by this last week so people were I'm sure they were so outraged by the fact that after what has it's got to be over 20 years now i think easily over 20 years um, that Wilson was um, being sent into retirement and replaced by a safety video. I mean, I watched made... this last year because we actually got in the standby line. Uh, yeah, last like, year, like peasants, we were in. The... <laughs> I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> Especially after doing the the, the five hundred quid whatever. Oh yeah, Africa track. You feel like an absolute peasant skating. You feel on. you feel like that should give you a, like a lifetime fast pass for yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it it didn't. It, it looked awful. It was so dated. Mm. And I mean, it doesn't it doesn't even make sense with the story of the ride anymore. <laughs> I mean, there isn't really that much of a story of the ride anymore compared to what it was. Um, okay. And so you know, and before it was all about poaching, and the, so the, the video is still all about poaching but the ride isn't about poaching anymore no exactly and it's i mean so i think the video is was 20 22 years old 22 right okay yeah 98 i'm looking to open is wilson still alive That's well maybe, maybe maybe not but all, yeah it, it was like really is this what disney fans are getting upset about now yeah yeah, a say like a video in the queue. There were people more upset about this than there were thousands of cast members losing their jobs. Yeah, <laughs> and then everyone got distracted last week. Everyone's like not outraged by Disney anymore because they put a bloody jumper on Figment. <laughs> yeah, I, I I did read about that. Yeah, um, like, oh, 
Thank, thank you, Disney. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, they know how to distract their fans. I'll give them that. <laughs> it's like yeah, shiny right. ball, shiny ball. Look at the shiny ball. <laughs> it really is. It's like it's like um, like a torch with a cat. Yeah. Well, a little laser pointer there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's so true. So true. I mean, that's, we're, we're, I don't think we're saying we're any different, to be fair. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with what it's like for Disney management. Right. It does feel like a lot of it, like a version of like Stockholm Syndrome, doesn't it, with Disney fans? Mm. Where they're just like, They've been treated like literally spat on. Like, we're going to remove half the experiences of the of the parks. Oh, great! Is, is, is the are the prices coming down? No, they're doubling. Oh, good, oh, good, good, good. That's, good. Not, that's not great, is it? But we put a jumper on Figment. Oh my god! <laughs> Bless you, Bob. Bless you. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> it's it's so right. It's so true. <laughs> Everyone, literally the same people that are like, oh, I can't believe Disney. How could they fire cast members? Literally, the same Just people like, are like, a jumper on Figment! Gushing over a jumper. And I'm like, yeah, but the animatronic still looks crap, doesn't it? But it's got a jumper on mine. Yeah, probably to hide the fact that it's like broken. <laughs> it's like exposed circuitry or something. Probably. Like, oh, just stick one of those, um, those dog jumpers you got on it. Yeah, yeah. And and then when it and then can you imagine when it catches fire because of the, yeah. the the sort of sparking circuitry sets the jumper on fire? You know what the the worst part about it all was the people there, there were a lot of them going, are they selling that jumper? Can I buy that jumper? <laughs> and it's like Jesus! I mean, you are literally just sucking off of Bob Chapek's teeth, aren't you? I'm glad you said feed me, Bob. Feed me. Oh, it's it's it paints a quite a vivid picture. Yeah, I, I can I can just imagine like the merch team seeing that and be like, why didn't we think of it? Why didn't we think to sell these jumpers? I mean, that I mean to be fair, it's pretty poor if they didn't think of it. I mean, like, yeah. In all fairness, if they put it on a spirit jersey, I'm not saying I wouldn't have bought it, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm still keeping my very public um, opinion of the Walt Disney executive team on Twitter. I haven't changed my view of what they're doing to the company. Yeah, just don't just don't show your wardrobe. Yeah, exactly. To be fair, I'm not wearing a Disney a Disney mask today. It's very true, not that I can see. All I can see is the Xbox City. Oh actually I do have a Mickey Mouse t shirt underneath. <laughs> I'm not even joking, I do. <laughs> Damn it. So the last thing I wanted to talk about was the the Galactic Star Cruiser hotel that Disney's building. Yeah. Uh, and last week we saw a bit of an insight into the the size of the bedrooms, um, or lack as, of. Well, I, I guess the size of the bedroom if your if your name's Harry Potter, especially if you're in one of those uh, like bunk bed cubby holes in the wall. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> this 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 thing for two nights is going to cost you thousands of dollars. Yeah. And my point last week on on Twitter was. The rooms are small. Mm-hmm. And I had a few people come back and say, yes, but you're not going to be in the room very much. You're going to be doing the experience of the, the Star Cruiser. And I'm like, yeah, I, you know what? I, I understand that. Yeah. But I'm still probably going to be in my room for three, four hours of a day, you know, excluding sleeping time. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, I want to be able to walk around my room. And currently, the concept art makes it look like a very small cruise ship room and which was people's other point they're like well they've designed it to look like a cruise ship i'm like right we're not on a cruise ship we're in (laughs) space and also cruise ships have a very different design because they have to travel on water and they can't be too big and they have to fit lots of people on them whereas this is a custom-made hotel that disney has built in a patch of land that they own that is the size of san francisco I mean, it's a fair argument, to be fair. Like, there's no reason why they have to limit the space so much, um, especially especially when the people are paying an arm and a leg. 
it, it's to stay here. Fortune to stay here. And then you look at the concept art of the actual um, ship quote, you know, invert invert quote that oh, you're yeah. supposed to be on, and it's like a thousand times the size as the Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. The rooms, the rooms, <laughs> the rooms may they may as well just be. You may as well be on the, the Falcon. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <clears throat> I, I, yeah, I mean, I know exactly what you mean. Like, especially, especially when you compare the original concept art to the end result, it looks about half the size yeah. of what they said it was going to be. And like, especially as well, I was just, I was just looking as, as, at the window as well. The window yeah. in the concept art looks, the original concept art looks massive. Looks stunning as well, doesn't it? Yeah, and then they sort of, when they actually show, yeah, I don't, I don't know if... I don't know if this is real or if it, again, is concept art. I'm not entirely sure. It's very um, good concept art if it is concept art, but it kind of looks real, doesn't it? It does kind of look real. Um, but the window is significantly smaller than what they originally showed. Mm. Like, significantly smaller. It's Disney cheaping out, isn't it? I mean, it's the same thing. They showed the previous concept art of the, like, the cantina, basically, where you're going to be able to play these, like, holographic games and things. Oh, yeah. I don't believe that's going to be the case. I mean, <laughs> I'd like to think that the cantina will take ideas that they gain from ogres and incorporate characters into it. It very much seems like the cantina and the cruiser mm-hmm. is going to be one that's going to include characters. Like every uh, everyone sat in the restaurant or cantina is going to be a character who is. Yeah. And it I mean, might... I guess that makes sense because obviously they've got fewer guests like coming and yeah. going potentially to the cantina. And so they can, it's, it's less crammed in like it would be at Ogre's Cantina. I, I think for cast members working here, it's going to be fantastic for the first month. And then it's mm. going to be like Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah. Because I think, I, think they, they, I think it's two nights, the experience. I want okay. to say it's two nights. Maybe it's three. But then the same stories will just keep repeating themselves over and over and over again for cast members. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. Is it? Is it? Is it a case of everyone has to? Is it kind of like centre parks where everyone comes in on like the Friday and yeah. does two days, and then every and then the next batch comes in on the Sunday and does two days? That I, sort I think of thing. so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be like a cross between um, centre parks and secret cinema. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a yeah. hybrid between the two. Well, you probably get given a character. Well, I would assume you get given given a character because otherwise it's going to look odd where. You know, several dads with beer bellies. I'm counting myself in that. Um, <laughs> I sat there in t-shirt and shorts, going, you know, when everyone else looks like a Star Wars character, and you're there with like your iPhone, going, "Yeah, this is great, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it it it's not the sort of thing that I want. I would want to do. I, I'm going to wait and see what the reviews say because I I love the idea of it. Yeah, I, I don't like interacting. Like it sounds like hell on earth for me. Yeah, <laughs> just two days of like intense Stop. hell. <laughs> I'll just be in my in my small cupboard on in, in the ship for two days, just crying. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's interesting. There's another there's another concept art picture um, that they originally did of the cabins mm. um, that looks a little bit like you're in Cloud City. Um, yeah, and I don't know if that's just because obviously there's two different con- there's two different con- original concept arts of the of the cabins, so I don't know if there's if that's a suite or something. Well, so this is the other thing. So people on Twitter were saying they think there's going to be different room sizes. Yeah, um, they haven't confirmed. Disney haven't confirmed or denied this, but I mean it would make sense. But it would also be interesting for Disney to release new images of the smallest rooms. Yeah, yeah. You think they you think they would go with the nicest biggest rooms yeah maybe that's what they've done <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Other, it is literally a cupboard the other rooms. yeah the other rooms are like one of those hotels in japan where it's just a pod in the wall yeah it's yeah, just yeah. a bed well the um that would be six thousand dollars please what's interesting is you, you've got two photos one of the kind of overall room and then the second one is like from the perspective of one of the bunk beds and from that yeah. perspective it looks tiny it does like, it really yeah. looks small yeah, and you could you could you could kind of imagining it, imagine them sort of like you know how when estate agents come around and they take fake pictures and it always looks bigger in the picture than what it really yeah, is. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, mean, I mean, I wonder whether they use the same technique. It looks quite cheap as well. I don't know if it's just me, but I do uh, feel it's quite cheap. I don't know. I don't know about. I don't know about that to a full degree. Like some of it looks, it looks quite good in terms of like sort of quite detailed in terms of like the sort of walling and things like that. Yeah. Um, that doesn't look too bad. The bed, sh- the bedding looks a bit questionable. Bit yeah. Bit, sh- bit cheap. Considering the amount of money that you're paying for it. It's going to be thousands of dollars, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, so that was the, the bit on the, the Star Wars um, hotel. I'm, I'm very keen to keep keep an eye on this and see how it ends up playing out because, you know, if if it ends up being a good experience, then I'm sure I will want to do it at some point. Yeah. But... Um, You're certainly not going to be the first to uh, board the Star Cruiser. No. I mean, I, I, I kind of, I don't want to be governed by what someone tells me to do. I don't want someone to, to give me a, like a plan. I don't want, I know what's going to happen. I'll be midway through a drink and then the ship will get attacked by TIE fighters and I'll have to go off and do something else. And I'll be like, you know what? I don't care if the ship go, goes down. I don't care if Kylo Ren boards the ship. I just want to have my drink. Because I'm in a hotel. <laughs> I know where I am. I'm like, sir, the Jedi are here. I don't care. I'm having a drink. I'm trying to enjoy my chocolate martini. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a chocolate martini, sir. That's a, that's a bantha. That's dropping. A, that's a bantha <laughs> dropping drink. No, it's not. It's a chocolate martini. So you don't have to write credits for that. No, I just gave you my credit card. It's, sir, but we, we don't accept dollars. <laughs> okay. Well, then I don't pay you. You have to go and change your money at the ATM. Oh yeah, no. Like if, I wonder. The thing is, if if can like, you imagine if, that galactic two thousand dollars? If for two thousand dollars, you don't have to spend a penny when you're on the ship. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, I can probably drink Disney out of two thousand dollars. <laughs> Challenge I, accepted. I know I could in the space of a few hours. <laughs> you just may not survive the rest of the trip. That's that's all. That's fine. At least I've got a victory. You're just like totally worth it. As you, as you croak. Kylo Ren walks in and I'm just like passed out on the floor. <laughs> or I just go up to him and be like, and another thing about the Jedi. Let me, let me tell you about, let me tell you about this person I saw called Ray. <laughs> she came in the bar and she said, don't, don't, don't tell uh, the, the first order where I'm hiding. And she, she went off into. Uh, she went that way. In, 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 into Deck C. <laughs> just oh, you, seem, you, you seem like a great guy. Can I, can I just, just try your mask? <laughs> and then they're just like, "Sir, we're going to have to. We're going to have to escort you from the Star Star Cruiser." <laughs> and like, no, don't, don't throw me off the ship! Don't throw me off the ship! Put <laughs> me in the escape pod. <laughs> I have to throw you off the ship. Let me, let me tell you. I mean, I, 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 do, I do like from the concept art the fact that, you know, you're going to have to basically take an experience to get from the entrance of the hotel to the, to the Star Cruiser. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming the only theme park that you, I assume this, the only theme park you will visit during your experience on the Star Cruiser is Hollywood Studios via like a back entrance into Batu. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only thing you'll do because otherwise it will seem a bit odd. It's like, okay, you've had your day, uh, half a day on the spaceship. Now get on the Disney bus to the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The weird thing is, like, are they gonna like? Would would they force you to stay in Galaxy's Edge, or would they? Because you could just obviously walk out of Galaxy's Edge and go around the rest of Hollywood Studios and get a bus and go to Epcot. Yeah, like you're just not allowed to leave. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, sir, 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 where are you going? You can't, you can't leave Galaxy's Edge, sir, sir. My, my car's parked outside. <laughs> you're on a spaceship. What are cars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Batu. Well, I've, I've left my insulin in the car. I'm sorry, sir, but sorry, sorry, sir. Car. Your car's on Earth. You're on Batu. Um, you know, nothing we can do for you. And I don't know what insulin is. 
And on that note, thank you very much for listening to this week's show. Um, please go and rate us um, whatever you like on your podcast app. Preferably five. We like a five. Depends what the rating is, Ryan. If it's like one to ten. We like a ten. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. But if it's five, we like a five. <laughs> and we will see you all next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>